Giants community with a giant appetite for giant success. It is Sparrow here stepping in for Growler, who I believe has torn a hammy after last week's huge performance after the Bulldogs. And Needles, the Renaissance man, who I believe is still managing COVID and elections and cricket presentations. But he's calling in from the Tuggeranong Community Hall to share his wisdom. So thank you, Needles. So it's me, it's Bartman, it's Needles taking the orange reins this rainy Sunday afternoon. But we are far from gloomy. We are pumped. We are here to analyse, dissect, and of course celebrate a metaphorically huge win by the Giants on Friday night over the Pies, who are, I believe, close to becoming our arch rival up there with the Swans, the Bulldogs, and of course, Richmond. And what a win it was off the back of our fearless, fearless Toby, it's not easy being green, unofficial leader of the Giants, who on the back of his small ferret-like frame carried the team to a momentous victory which we will savour for a long time. Kicking three in a best-on-ground performance, followed closely by another green, and of course the beast from Bunyip, Shane, version 13.65, Mumford, with a shaved melon, looking formidable in the ruck. Gentlemen, welcome. Well, shaved melon, Sparrow. I think if you saw the uh, post-game interview, he's, he's gone a deep shave all over. Oh, I think he's been waxing. I think I think he's been waxing in the off-season. He's yeah. gotten bored in, um, in COVID. But he's looking good. And so... As I said, we've got Bartman calling in. We've got Needles from the Tuggeranong Community Centre in the middle of his presentation for cricket. It's not cricket season, by the way, Needles. And uh, here we are to dissect the game. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Good to be back. So good. Echo those feelings. I would say that um, down here in Tuggeranong, it's not rainy or gloomy, it's sparkling sunshine. And of course. From what I can see on the Zoom screen of the, um, the sunlight streaming in through the windows and glinting off Bartman's uh, new haircut. <laughs> it's all, it's sunny. It's sunny in Melbourne as well. Uh, it's a beautiful day down here, Needles. Thank you for asking. Uh, it's a crisp 11 degrees, but it's, uh, it's, it's Canberra-esque yes. in that it's uh, <laughs> blue skies, bright, but, um, you know, perishingly cold at the same time. It's very crisp in the shade in Canberra. Sydney sharing some nice weather with you guys. Uh, can I just say, uh, Sparrow, it's, it's lovely to be on the other side of the production desk, but my thoughts were I was just going to let this whole thing be a platform for Bartman. <laughs> now he's got over the birth of Bart Boy. He's able to be here to, to grace us with his presence after a couple of fortnights yeah. of... That's a matter of priorities. Yeah. Well, um, I'm just here to uh, agree and nod. Look... It's been, a, it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks down here in uh, the southern capital, but uh, I'm pleased to report that all's well on the fatherhood front. Right. I just have, to, just have to keep my voice down a little bit because we're obviously between three hourly feeds at the moment, so you know, that's, not a, that's not a boat you want to uh, upset uh, lightly. But yeah, no, it's all good. Sorry I missed the last time, but for the last couple, but... You know, you know how these things are. Yeah, and a new pandemic, re-lockdowns, I guess. Mm, mm, 
Mm. Yeah, stay the safe down there, buddy. The Royal Hospital for Women before they barred the doors closed. It's good timing. <laughs> anyway. First quarter, gentlemen. First quarter, issues of the week. We've had, well, I'll start, I'll start the ball rolling. Issue of the week. We had, apparently... Huge offer for Zach Williams. He's on the table from North, four million bucks over five years. It's four suggested. Yep, four over five from uh, Kingy. Um, what do we have to do? I mean, this comes up every season, of course. Um, we've got a lot of talent. How do we keep them? We've got the lawn bowler from Kulkan coming up for a renewal. We've got Zachy. Uh, we've got Jezza. Um, there, there are. There are thoughts that Jez is a lock, but yeah, Zachy Williams, what do we do? How do we keep him? I'd like to hear what Bartman thinks. Mate, simple. Show him the money. <laughs> We've got none. <laughs> we got cogs. Find it. Find it. He is integral. He, he is. is pivotal. He is, you know, he is the piece of the puzzle. So... Do what you have to do. Go out the back, do some dodgy third-party deals out in Western Sydney. They know how to do that out there. And that always yeah. ends well, Carlton. Yeah. Go down to the local bloody, I don't know, scrap metal distributor business and just get some money and some bloody briefcases or I don't even know. You've got to make it happen. Yeah, we've got to make it happen. Cash does help, but I do think that uh, Zachy, I mean, they... Um, He's, I think he does a bit in the Indigenous community in Sydney. He, um, he has been here from the start. He's obviously brought into the culture. Um, and he would be a massive loss, I think, in, in terms of just... Huge loss. Not only his talent, I mean, he's he's, he's an amazing player, but his uh, heart and soul is with the club. And, yeah, it'd be, it'd be hard to see him. It'd be, yeah, really hard to see him go, but... Fingers crossed. Yeah, look, I, I don't want to overemphasize the, the cash versus culture point, but I do think it's a very important one. Mm. Um, it's at his age, at his career stage, you can't ignore that sort of money, really. Mm. Um, so you have to be realistic about the draw value of your culture and your, your, you know, the chances of you winning a premiership in the next window. In saying that, I still think the Giants are closer to that than North are, so hopefully that'll be a factor in his decision-making. But, you know, if you can't throw the exact amount of cash at him, you've got to throw it. You've got to throw it. Couple of boats. You've got to find it, you know? Maserati. He, he sets us up from half-back. He can go into the midfield. He's crucial. He directs a lot of traffic. He doesn't spend much time on the bench when he's well. Like, he's, he's, um, he's out there. He's on the ground a lot of the time. Um, I just think we, we, uh, we're a much better team with him on the field. Absolutely. And look, North don't have a lot of success in uh, pulling players from our club to their club, so we might be right. Next issue of the week, gentlemen. Uh, uh, can I quickly just... Uh, yeah, just, go for it. <laughs> I mean, that was excellent. I concur with everything, although this is the fiercest of hot takes because I... Didn't, hadn't heard anything about uh, this bombshell offer from North Melbourne. Well, that is a bombshell. Um, and excuse me if you hear anything, I'm being pod-bombed by a <laughs> two-year-old at the moment, so she's in the back. Uh, she's welcome. If it's a choice, for, for noting 
Yeah, I think it was Bubs's stats last year that his stats were way down on what he was a year before. And I like Zach Williams is currently my favourite player at the Giants. Naranda boy, like so, like me, we're both Riverina um, extracts. The curse of medals. Uh, oh, and but if it was a choice between Jeremy Cameron and Zach Williams and the Lombala, yeah, well, I think it would be Jeremy Zach. No, sorry, yeah, Jeremy Cameron, Zach Williams, Jeremy Finlayson in that order. Mm-hmm. If you choose with one, that. you'd probably take the full forward Coleman medal winner, don't you? Can't we have all three? Uh, no, I, 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 it, it brings me back to my original point. Find the money and throw it at these guys. Yeah. Sure, and yeah, and I guess you know, excellent ideas. Also, what about practicality? Uh, there may a choice might have to be made. I would. Zach is awesome. He's done his hamstring. I don't know how bad that is, but I'd like to ask questions about who else we've got in the back line to, to back him up and Phil Davis after that. But, mm. uh, I mean, North have got to pluck one at some stage, surely. Nah. Nah, we've got it. Okay, Ben. One of the good things about podcasting is, you know, we don't have to uh, obey the laws of logic <laughs> okay. and reason. Sure. So, you know, my original point then, right. I, I think, which is, Cheat, do whatever you need to do, whatever it takes. Give it to them. Yeah. Oh, I leave that, leave that, leave the contracting and the detailing for the the number crunching nerd leaders. <laughs> no, that's we've solved that one, boys. Well done. Well done. Probably won't come up again. I suspect. No. Um, next issue, I want to get to because Josh Kelly's <laughs> Congra- next year as well. Uh, he's every second year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there'll be someone else next year as well, but. They'll all, they'll all sign up. Mind you, I, don't, I think, um, just quickly on the Josh Kelly thing, class player, but I'm so, it's like, you know how you kind of get sick of the commentators describing the Giants as a young list? I've started getting sick of commentators describing him as like classy and silky and incredibly skilled and stuff. Because I think his influence on games is waxes and wanes. I don't know that he's done his stock a great service in the last 18 months or so. I mean, I don't think it's dropped, but I don't think it's skyrocketed the way it was being talked about two seasons ago. So, I don't post all Australian. Yeah, that year when he was in all Australia. But I, I just don't think it's been... I mean, it's early in this season, obviously. But last year as well, I didn't think we got a huge amount out of him. What did you guys think? And if, and if, he's, if it's him versus Zach Williams versus Jeremy Cameron versus... The lawn bowler from Colcan, then oh, I'm less inclined to worry about losing him on current output. In saying that, I think he um, he led all comers with um, dream team points on the weekend. So yeah, he did. And there was what there was one bit where he burst he burst through the middle and looked extremely silky. Yeah. God Almighty, that silky, yeah. very very Silk. smooth. Uh, and, and he did was... kick, he did soccer a goal through, didn't he? Um, mm. Off the Toby Green sort of. Goal, goal square sneak. He, he was the one that sort of pounced on it and socketed it. Was that him? Was that him? Mm. Yeah, well, you can't get those points with that one goal, surely. Maybe. Actually, Aiden Core had a lot of points. Um, he won, I think he, 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 there was one game last year where I thought, oh, he's basically won it for us. Anyway, well, I suppose we're getting off topic. But, yeah, yeah get right, right with it. If Zach Williams locked in, Zach Williams, that's great. And bad luck, North. 
Yeah. Bad luck, North. He doesn't even... He, yeah. Oh, no, I reckon Williams does fit in with their sort of... their shtick about hard-working, talented runners. Well, not necessarily super talented runners, but certainly hard-working runners. And Zach Williams is definitely there. And maybe he's looking for a middle spot because he really enjoyed playing in the middle last year when every other midfielder we had was cropped. Oh, I don't think he'd go on that basis at all. I think it'd just... If $4 million. He, he might go on $4 million yeah, and a midfield opportunity. I think he'll do that. Yeah, look... If he went... I think the caching is very important and we've already sort of emphasised that. The culture aspect, one of the things that, you know, I think I've discussed with Cozzy or Coco, Squinter's stalwart Coco in the past, is that culture's all well and good when you're winning. Everyone thinks they've got a great culture when they're winning. And everyone thinks the culture's shit at a losing club. So form has a lot to do with it as well. So we need to keep winning and find some cash from the Blacktown scrap metal dealer. It's a gold mine out there. There's plenty of cash at the moment at the bottom of an economic depression. Lots to be shared and spread around. So this is where you do it. The industry is that it's and uh, great cream off the top, That's the idea. I thought you'd be into that from a political angle. My mate. Uh, Next big um, pressing issue, gentlemen, is um, which I think we do need to look at is Jezza shaved his mo, which. I mean, we all try a few things differently in COVID. I shaved my melon, as did Mumford. Um, we had Cogs growing a beard. Jezza tried the mo, and to be honest, he looked a bit like a porn star. It wasn't quite working on the field, I don't think. So he's he's lost that mo. He's followed Cogs's leadership. I really liked it actually. I think he looks a lot more fresh. He looks he looks like a good country boy that he is from Dartmoor, is it? And he looks as opposed to East and Sydney's Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I got definite Freddie Mercury vibes from that. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't working for me. The commentators did as well, but it wasn't like an original thought. He was a spitting image. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, um, it it almost it it almost um, culminated in a return to form for Jazza. He showed glimpses of. Um, a return to form, but still was a little bit rusty. He's, he's not taken those big contested marks. He took one in the first quarter, I think, which led to a goal. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, he's still not quite firing. He's, I think his thoughts are in the fishing boat still or in the pond that I think it was Coco suggested in his backyard we build for him. Um, but, yeah, he's still, his mo's gone, which is good, uh, as is Cogs' beard, which was hideous. Um, but he's not quite hitting his uh, sweet spot. But when you've got um, petrol kicking goals still, we're, we're sitting pretty. Yeah, look, the thing with novelty facial hair uh, <laughs> is... We've all yeah, had a dabble. If you're winning and you're up and about and your culture is strong... Exactly. It's, but, defined, it, it, it's the expression of the culture that is so strong exactly. in Victoria's. It's uh, yeah, it's sort of Samson-esque in that in that regard. You know, you, you maybe some of your skill and strength is derived from what's going on up top. And I like uh, you know a, a strong proponent of that is Bailey. Uh, what's his name from Western Bulldogs? Who has Bailey Smith, Bailey Shitbag Mullet, sensational mullet, and then <laughs> Isn't it bad? fast mo combo. Yeah, 
love and everyone's it. loving him. They're the ugliest side. They're the ugliest side going around. As human beings, we are we are we're always sort of we, we're biased towards action when we need to change. Well, when we think that we need to change something, we're always biased in some sort of positive act. And for the G boys, it seems like the novelty lockdown hair slash mm. facial, you know, experimenting was what needed to change in the lead up to this crucial game, and seems to work. That's why you're on your butt, man. That the, the Collingwood boys. Um, Seems to have just been passing around the peroxide <laughs> in there. Yeah, I thought it might have been the hand sanitizer. I thought it was well, sun in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're, they're in various stages of, of regrowth too, which yeah. I was like one guy still started it, and then they just sort of went like, "Hey, I'm loving this." And he's now so on Foster Tips. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Jeremy Howe, poor bloke, obviously with that terrible knee injury, but he probably had the the, the deepest level of regrowth amongst the peroxide. Boys, mm-hmm. um, who's to say that they didn't have an influence on how they played? You know, oh, I'm did. No clearly did. Yep. They were quite good, but also with with uh, say with Jezza, he he found a bit of form, but he was also finding form against Darcy Moore, who they have a great sort of competitive yeah. thing. And Darcy Moore was a weapon, yeah. so to have a bit of form against Darcy Moore is an excellent position to be in. He took good actually sign. two marks because he took. One in the first quarter that was contested, and then the second one was less contested, but it was a chess mark in front of Moore in the last quarter where he kicked it from his favourite spot. Oh, that's yeah, right. And look, he only took three marks for the game, but yeah. and that's, the, the side of a good player is taking the opportunities you get, however fast those opportunities may be. And that was a clutch goal at the end. Mm. It was just, it wasn't, he didn't wobble it through, he didn't just eke it out over the line, it was, it was a commanding drop punt. Through it, you know, three quarters of the post height. It was beautiful. He loves that spot. Yeah, his celebration afterwards was uh, was vigorous. It was and and virile. I liked it. Every other team is sorry. Every other team's getting. Oh, I guess we'll come when we talk about the game. Is there any? Well, I think the summary just from that is that the Mo's gone, and that has led to Jez's back. Here again. Awesome. Now your point. Your point, needles. Go for it. Is every other team in the comp bar us being able to take out, being able to take some decent lead out chess marks? Like just uh, leading out full forward comes out Himmelberg, Jezza, Finlayson. Mm. I haven't seen much of that compared to other teams. Like fucking Suns are flat stick just knocking on Sam Day and well, we, Max King, Ben King on the head. Yeah, we we, um, we did a we did a couple. Levi Holy crap! Yeah. Right. It doesn't appear to be a facet of our game at this point. No, nah, well, when you got petrol, mate, you don't need it. Sure. And also, needle, yes, mate. Yeah, take it in the hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, it doesn't I was more referring to the, the Dunstall classic template, but even still, a lead out full forward mark on the lead, running at the ball. Mm. There's not much. Yeah, it would be nice to see that. No, we, and I agree that it doesn't appear to be uh, missing. Um, we can we can touch on why that might be. I mean, we've got we've got Stormy roaming, we've got Toby roaming the ground, and we've got petrol. So thankfully, we uh, we do make up for it in other areas. But you're right, it certainly has been lacking this year. Um, the other issue I just wanted to touch on, boys, is and I think I think I've got some truth and data and science to back this up. 
But, um, I mean, my heart has not been in this season, I have to say. I have been flat. I have not been interested. I couldn't give a stuff about footy for a long time. And could that be the same with the Giants? Are we? Is the squinting community a barometer for the Giants? Have we sort of just... Have we, I mean, I just couldn't... Have, I, I have not been interested in footy. Couldn't give a stuff. And the performances against the Bulldogs and the week before... Uh, against North has been a bit like that from the Giants. They've just been flat. But Friday night, Friday night lights, Toby turns up, and we're on. We're back. I'm keen to hear what part, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think um, if your team's playing poorly, they're North in front of empty Football stages, shit. Exactly. Football shit, and it's... It's not as much fun to watch. It's a, it's a simple formula. Yeah, but I, I just haven't <laughs> not been interested. Like pretend, you know, How does fucking St Kilda have any fans? <laughs> well, but they're, they're, they're that type of long-suffering, <laughs> we actually revel in being a bit shit. Yeah, we love it that we hate type it. Of fan. Right. Like, you know, the way they judge their fandom is by how many years of following an absolutely shit team they've got under their belt. Right? So the, the people born in 67, they're the people who are just walking around, chest puffed out, going, I've been through this. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, there, there is some kind of fan world credibility to going for a shit team. Mm. Um, that's something that we're going to have to learn uh, as Giants fans, but hopefully, by the same token, we'll never learn because we'll never have a shit team. Like, think no, that's, I think that's right. I think that's... There's some truth in that. But look, it's, I don't, I don't, I, I, I'm hesitant to say that the uh, the the eleven to fourteen thousand fans, mostly under the age of fourteen, who <laughs> pack into Giant Stadium, you know, on a sunny Sydney afternoon, are a dip, are a factor, mm-hmm. or the lack of them is a factor in our team's lack of success to date. But maybe it is. Maybe it was. Maybe since they've reintroduced the crowd noise and the guy DJing the crowd noise, you know, he's mm. maturing in his role, he mm. or she, I should say, um, that's actually injected a bit more excitement for the boys. They're playing better as a result and, and we're enjoying watching them as mm. a result of that. It's a small sample. That, as to quote, quote Bubs, they've been dog shit. <laughs> two out of three weeks, they've had one week where there was some periods where really quite sparkling, beautiful football. There was that one... Second quarter was it? Uh, he sure pushes out. They come in, um, hits hit Tom Green. Tom Green hit someone, and then someone hit. But, but, but it was like a real length to end end to end goal, and that was excellent, clean, clinical moving on football. But it is it's a small sample. That's right, and we, and we won. We didn't win playing that way. We won playing desperate. Yeah. Third, fourth, fifth effort tackling, smothering, yeah. containing football. Um, we we're still not playing that that consistent brand that you've just uh, highlighted needles but you know as you say it has been um a pretty shit start as my oh, one shit. of my sporting commentary uh whoa we've lost him <laughs> he's that's a perfect <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect that was, that was a good statement to one leave on my sporting commentary <laughs> that's where you cut should we wait to just talk amongst ourselves until he gets back yeah wait till he comes back why don't you express an opinion? Ah, oh, hang on. Just say, it like you, just say it like you were just about to finish. Don't even wait. There's just been silence. Go. Okay. 
a cup of hot stick with a hair in it. That's how bad we've been. That was smooth. That's, no, that's that was bad. insightful. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. I, uh, I lost, I lost it. I lost yeah. it. A bit like our season. No, it's back on track now. Two and two. Exactly. So second quarter, gentlemen, second quarter, the review of the game, the emergence from the COVID chrysalis. Talk about it. Let's go. Toby Green, how good is he? Tom Green, how good is he? I never lost faith. In Toby or the team? In the team, for sure. I was dead set happy about it. I mean, I just thought that uh, the Bulldogs dog shit game was, (laughs) and all my misplaced confidence, it wasn't, fortunately it wasn't misplaced, but after... North Melbourne and Western Bulldogs, I was flat stick tipping the Giants. I did it out of uh, faith, not hope or any sense of um, anticipation. But it was it was an excellent game. Everyone was tipping Collingwood, like people were on Collingwood early. It was it was it yeah, 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 have been. Well they played they've been playing really, really well and looked um, have been dismissing teams, apart from Richmond, which they tied, but Richmond I've got problems going on now. But it's an excellent win. If there was any win that was going to restore confidence so far to date, mm-hmm. I don't know who's coming next, but that was it. That was excellent to watch. I agree, um, Big issues for mine were obviously Toby Green back in. Um, Tom Green back in. Attracts, attracts one of their better players as the defender who ends up having a pretty good game himself in Maynard, but Toby still gave him the bar. Um down, only down point is, and I agree with the, the our commercial partner uh, commentators here that when he approaches any kind of contested possession, it's as if the umpires assume he's going to do the wrong thing. Absolutely, and he, it, it's like unless proven otherwise. And then you only have to contrast that with Scott Pendlebury, who goes into every contest, and the umpires assume he's either going to get the ball cleanly or he will be in, be the, in the act of trying to get the ball cleanly because he is a champion. I and, want one of those halos. Yeah, so that that is something that unfortunately follows Tobes around, but 19 possessions, three goals, a little bit of niggle, but didn't really cross the line. Maybe that late bump on Chris Main, but, you know, as I said to someone else, in, in the Toby pantheon, that's, that's pretty low, that's pretty low brow. Chicken feed. Chicken feed stuff. Um, obviously, Tom Green's emergence, uh, as I said on our side chat, We've now got our own big, strong, 18-year-old pale ranger uh, to match Matt Rowell at the Gold Coast, and I can't wait to see those two guys, you know, arm wrestle. Definitely. Um, Mumford. Oh, master huge. Master what a shame. Like, we're all tipping up bloody sauce, and then Mumford comes in and just does his shtick. Just and desperate. Thought yeah, he was good. Master stroke. You, yeah. you're like, we're playing the best ruckman and probably one of the top four or five players in the game in the rucks this week. What are we going to do? Are we going to stick with our high-profile off-season ruck recruits or are we going to bring back Mummy? And I tell you what, I think Leon Cameron climbed into Brody Grundy's mind and thought to himself, who would I least like to bump heads with for four 16-minute quarters on a smallish ground? Source or Mummy? And he's like, you know what? I would hate to play on Mummies this Friday night. I just want to get through the game, get a win, get the fuck out of Sydney. And Leon's like, that's why I had to play Mummies. And Mummy delivered. Mm. Fantastic. Was it played in Sydney? Was it in public in Melbourne? No, no. It was Beanstalk. It was a giant stadium, I think. Jesus, friend. that sand came up. I, was, I thought that reminded me yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, 
Right, but I saw that Jesus Christ. That's a classic Sydney surface, though. Right. Green underneath sand. Yeah. Um, well, but also the, the swap in Mumford, okay, oh, you're dealing with the, the physicality and just, um, I don't know, I'm going to be killed, but I should be able to beat him. And then Finlayson, who sort of <laughs> floats through. It's like, it would be hard to recalibrate. As, br- know, as Grundy. Yeah, you just have to keep doing what he was doing, but he wasn't... Was, was, was Finlayson up against Grundy or was he up against Cox when... I thought they were just... When, when Grundy would go off, Mumford would go off and I only saw... I thought, in the I didn't see Finlayson take any centre bounces, but he certainly did over no. the last couple of weeks. You know, but they yeah. both have a certain similar kind of anger in the way they approach the contest. Uh, it's always good to give opposition ruckmen different looks, I think. And I just thought it was a great... It, it worked Andy, out really well. I mean, Andy, he's a very good player, though. And like, and Dr. Nags, he sent me a text going, he's a machine, and he is unbelievably capable all around mm. the place. And for Mumford to... I wouldn't say go with him. He, he sort of did his own thing, but to have a real impact. Yeah. Took a few contested yeah. marks in the forward line as well. Yep. And had a shot for goal early in the game as as the commentary team kept highlighting as if that was something, um, you know, he's out there to do. It's not really. But he just bang, banging into Grundy's body, contest yeah. after contest after contest. That's what he was out there to do. I mean, we also, pleasingly, he didn't seem to give away too many blatant frees mm. in the, the Toby Green mould, which was good from him. He's always good for that when we need him to do that, um, which occasionally... You need someone to do that, but just banging in, and, he, and especially in the last quarter, he was actually halving a lot of the round the ground contest, mm. bringing the ball to ground, and then once it's on the ground, he will jump on top of you if 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 you jump on top of the ball, and it's just you can't underestimate the impact that that body contact has over over the course of the game. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I think it was a, a real masterstroke. Yeah, he just brings that intensity to the contested ball, and everyone. You know, goes off the back of that. It's. I, I think uh, some of our lesser lights also either had a rocket up them this week or gave themselves a rocket up this week. Like Sam Taylor, I thought was much more desperate yeah. in his defence. Didn't get out class so so uh, comprehensively. Um, you know, other guys, Hatley, Hatley um, was awesome. Perryman, Hopper. Yeah, they all stepped up and, and were desperate at the right time. They, mm. I, I think as a fan watching a team that's struggling, um, when it's down to a couple of points and there's only a couple of minutes to go, you want to see that desperation. Uh, it was really good to see that. Absolutely. Um, I'm still, I, I think issues for discussion include, we're probably going to come to it, uh, Cornelio's uh, quiet start to the year and, and um, Harry, you're a wizard. What's going on? Plus he's lost his one. Who? Oh, Himmelberg. Himmelberg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that, well, let's circle back to that. I, I feel Coco calling for um, Canelio to give up the captaincy. I think that was too early. I that's think it's too early. Sure. Um, that's almost but, a growler. Leon that's Cameron, what, step away. That's what we're here for, Needle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and I, soak the pot, you know, throw some ideas in the ring, yeah. you know. And who who I, steps why, in? Why do we even have captains, you know? Give, give it back this? to Phil Davis. Send out a community representative to do yeah. the top. Keep the boys in tight pre-game, you know? And then, like, just the senior guys rip each other's heads off, you know, rip the younger guys' heads off during the game. And no one talks to the umpire. Oh, that's right. Well, that's probably a good policy to be honest. I was going to say. <laughs> I don't think a captain querying anything by the umpire has, has, in recent times, resulted in 
a reversal of a decision or, or clarity around the decision-making process that's useful. No, so, fair I really don't think that's the eternal search for closure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eddie Benson... I was right. Did it. Just admit it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there are occasions, as we saw last night in the Carlton game, where I think absolute howlers do need to be uh, questioned. Hey, so hold up there, gents. What were we talking about? Someone was making a really good point about nothing. Um, oh, we're still in um, in game game review. What else can we talk about? Um, yeah, Tom Green, rising star nomination for that game. Yay or nay? Well deserved. Well deserved. Oh, we're giving it to him. Yeah, I think I think I think he gets it. Yep. Um, sausage, <laughs> sausage is a is a lock for the rest of the season. What do we do with Sauce Jacobs? Is he going to Rudy Hill RSL to learn the community? What's he doing? The snag is too old. He won't, he's not a lock, but he'll be able to come in and come out. Um, and Jacobs will just have to get a bit better. Yeah, no. fair enough. Rediscover uh, wanting to play football with a bit of uh, intent. That would be his major assignment. And look, that's going to be hard for him because there's no two competition at the moment. Mm. So he's reduced to the odd, you know, scratch match against the Swans yeah. players. Um, and really, that's about it. So yeah. it may be that the RSL and a few uh, wind sprints um, up up and down Blacktown Mountain. That's all about. Um, yeah, sort him out. A couple of other highlights, gents. Um, Dutch Clamp, he's obviously back to his best. Absolutely Far dominating out. still side bottom. Clamp the bottom big time. Donkey yeah. kick from Mason Cox. What was that all about? Maybe um, watching Toby Green. Yeah, cheating. Right. America's America first, yeah. and it's inappropriate. Inappropriate. Oh. Ineffective as well. Yeah, 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 yeah looked yeah. ugly. I mean, it looks good when Toby does it. Yeah. If you're going to... looks fair someone, when Toby does it. Use your whole leg, not just the bottom. And it's sort of a cocked leg. It's weird. Yeah. It's very odd. Um, Phil um, Phil and Zach, what's the go? Are they um, injured? I, I haven't spent any time looking at who we've got in the back line to replace either or. Who is the next big tall, and who is... I guess runners-wise, you could put Cordwell, Aish, Haitley, Cummings, any of those could play a half-back flank, not, maybe not to the same devastating effect as Zach Williams. Uh, but who, who's the tall? Who's the spare tall? Mm. Oh, what's his face? Lockie, Lockie, what's his face? Tall guy who got booted. The oh, Keith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keith. Yeah. Just him, wouldn't it? No, he was good last year, late last year. Bring him in. He's good to go. Sorry, I should have Batman, what do you think? Um, a spare tall in the back line, to re- is that what the question is? To replace Phil Davis. Mm. Yeah, good question. I don't know that that, is he still on our list? The ex-Collingwood bloke that you guys were just talking about? Yeah, Lucky oh, Keith. Lucky Keith. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still, still, still rocking up at training three times a week down at Giant Central? Training on his own? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I hope he is. Yeah. I'm desperately awesome. typing him to the Google. Yeah. <laughs> well, his Wikipedia speaks in the present tense. I, I thought he might have retired. Or taken taken the um, country football dollars. No, no, he's with us. Simpson. He's still with us. Anyway, yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, bring him in. Um, and gents, um, Jeremy Howe, obviously that was ugly. But Awful. you know what was not ugly was Hopper's commitment to that pill. He's uh, yeah. he was back. He was he had an absolute blinder, and that yeah. I mean I that there just... was no conjecture about that being anything other than two people going. Yeah, 
really hard at the ball. Yeah. And in the only positive for Jeremy Howe is he it's not an ACL, which um, is a much longer rehab. So yeah, right. Good luck to him. Is he? Is he? Is it a season thing or not? Uh, well, in this shortened season environment, I'm not sure. You know what the biggest the biggest downer is? Sort of three months, right? But, it, you know, the rehab is three to four months rather than... Yeah, right. The biggest downer is he's, um, you know, if it takes his confidence, takes away any of his confidence, you know, that will be a real loss to the game because his marking is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Well, look, the only thing I'd say to that is psychologically... You know, this happened in a uh, below-the-knee yeah. contest rather than in a marking contest. So I think it's when you when you come down and talk, talk your knee and do your ACL in a marking contest, that's what plays on your mind the yeah. next time you go for the marking contest. But hopefully he won't have that psychological baggage and will soar again. I hope so. <laughs> nice. Third quarter, gentlemen, third quarter. We'll soar again. Third quarter, upcoming game. Upcoming game against the Hawks. We've got... Uh, yeah, it's a Sunday game. Sunday game at Beanstalk, 6.10pm. There are 5,900 tickets available via ballot tomorrow morning. Um, so by the, time, by the time this goes up, the ballot would have already been done, but... Um, or maybe not. There's now, what, two squinters, three squinters left in... Left in Sydney, Sparrow. I think you might be in with a shout. Well, I'm actually in Tamworth next week again, so I'm, I'm no chance. But there'll be... And, um, <laughs> five, five, nine. Getting ready. We'd be pretty happy with that as a, uh, as a gate-taking season <laughs> at the Beanstalk, wouldn't we? Boy? Well, on previous <laughs> form, but I don't know about now. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's ambitious. Good, it's good a bit odd. It's an odd like number. Yeah. It could have... Well, yeah, I would have, I would have brought it down to three... Um, given every single person a row and just being like, oh, we're at capacity. <laughs> I actually, to be honest, don't mind the fake crowd. Yeah, no, it's been good. And as I said, I think the person DJing the noises is... Um, getting on board. Like, getting on board. Maybe Zelly. Knows when to... I just, you know, maybe they need to inject a few more booze and, and ball calls and stuff like that. Mm. But otherwise, yeah, it's definitely, it definitely adds to the uh, broadcast picture, that's for sure. And we've obviously Hawks, got um we've got, Hawks and North. That'll tell. That'll tell the tale of the tape. Oh, they're playing. Um, the yeah. Who goes? So who goes to um the general Jay Patton? He might not. He might not be playing on recent form. No, that's true. There was some footage of him running around at uh, Waverley at training yeah. the other day. Um, he looks like he's uh, you know, he's got a bit of a got a bit of a an extra donut. Happening under the, the Hawks training top. There's nothing wrong with that. He's always been a big unit. And um, he just looks bigger. He's not known for speed or agility. But, uh, what's his face? Um, Scully? No, 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 no. Blonde haired ringlets used to play for Hawthorne, who used to, was involved with the Giants. The thug from Hawthorne. Oh, in Brandon. The yeah, Brandon used to talk oh. about his tight turning circle, and he does have twinkle toes in that respect. He you know, takes very small steps. Yeah. And he's a, a few beautiful things pick, that are more pleasing to the eye than a, a large man with a tight turning circle. With a tight turning circle, That's why I love watching the NFL. Mm. Yeah, right. Amazing footwork. Yeah, agreed. Well, hopefully, we see him next uh, next Sunday night in, in Scully as well. But, you know, the ex Giants, they always seem to play well against us, so uh, hopefully, they don't play too well. But it's got if you know it's got to be better than last year's snow performance. So 
I, despite the fact that Hawthorne beat Richmond last week, I, based on that, I, I think we've got the talent and skill and ability to beat Hawthorne. Yeah, I'm I think very we should. Well, we did in the snow as well. Yeah. Different, different. That was a Clark yeah, we masterstroke. We were riding a bit higher at that time. He's used his masterstroke. What, what's he going to do this time? Well, it's interesting because Alistair Clarkson has master, has done a rough masterstroke of his own and he keeps playing McAvoy in the back line oh. or the forward line or anywhere other than in the ruck. Ruck. Who's and in the ruck? So, I don't know. Some other Segler. Person, yeah, Segler. Oh, yeah. So, um, it'll be the clash of two ruck adjustment masterstrokes this weekend, potentially. Or, do we bring Source back to say, you know... You're playing against their second string ruckman, mate. You were brought in here as our first string ruckman. No disrespect, money. Mm. Well, like, Ward, Wardy did play in the ruck last week. There are a couple of yeah. times last again we didn't have a ruckman. Oh, yeah. Wardy, Wardy. Well, I actually think the ruckman itself and the former junior ruckman seat here. It's, it's an over. It's an overrated. Uh, oh. you know, I mean, if the ball up around the ground is just balled up and allowed to be tapped down and you, you both teams rove to the tap. Like I'm not I'm not convinced that the, the hits to advantage are all or often enough to advantage to make it But man, you are you are saying this to the narrow bean pigeons <laughs> go to <laughs> tap Ruckman night aside. I've so. been I've been um, responsible say, for their form reversal. Somebody rep tap tap Ruckman thirteen under thirteen through under fifteen. Okay? There was no one better using Yeah, I can't agree. Can't agree with you on that, Bartman. But fourth quarter, fourth quarter, playing at all costs. Verdict on Cogs's captaincy. We've already done that, haven't we? Yeah, jury's still out. Jury's still out? Not so good. Okay, next issue. Is Pies our top rivalry? Who do we hate the most? Swans, Dogs, Tigers, Pies? We hate the Swans the most. Yeah, I agree. hate anyone else. Heath Shaw, positioning for a media gig. Yay or nay? It's a done deal. Raining yeah, heat. Just content. Jeez. I liked it. I liked it. You can't teach content and charisma like that. No, That's he's... Why we're so good at our job. He's certainly got it. <laughs> and obviously... Um, Jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we saw Steve Waugh in, um, in the ground, on the in the crowd on Friday night. He's working for this, um, the Giants in some mentoring capacity. That's obviously a big tick. A <laughs> That's a decent... Steve Waugh and Cooper Cronk. That's a decent... I think there's someone else too in there. Well, it, oh, I know. We used to have um, the other cricketer. Yeah, Nick Maxwell. No, no. Uh, Simon Cadditch. Cadditch, yeah, yeah. He used to be the water boy. And isn't um, is Billy Slater doing something down uh, in Kilda? Yeah, he yeah, is, yeah. Was. He's doing it this year as well. Hard yeah. to say. But over there. Maybe shoot. media commitments. Look, I'm, I'm all for a bit of uh, cross code um, motivational, cultivational, you know. Speaking. Yeah, to, I'm interested to see what he's, uh, what what exact, you know, his role stuff is. he's dishing out. But I suspect, you know, it's, uh, it's classified. While we've while we've touched on cross card, I've just got to uh, say that 
what what I really liked from the weekend was Cam Smith. You guys see that going? Cam Smith in the uh, sheds for the Warriors after their drubbing on Friday night. Yeah, I saw it. See, um, it's interesting you say that, Sparrow. The opposite take. Did you? If I was a warrior, this is why we're here discussing like, sport. Off, you smoke. <laughs> we do not need to hear from you after you and your team have just given us a bath. Yeah, great. <laughs> you know, you've got the oh. Australians to keep our heads up. Fuck right off, mate. Yeah, no. yeah. nothing else. That would be my. Done nothing else. It has brought up the deepening rift between Sparrow. <laughs> Bartman about A, Cameron Smith. B, Ruckman. And Ruckman. I yeah. Mean, this hey, is, I love this is why we do it. I'm just, but that's right. This would be a boring echo chamber if you disagree with each other. I agree. And we could, we could argue the toss on that for another 40, but we do have to get to questions from the community. Al has written in on our um, website, which has gone viral. And, and uh, to be fair, he, he, he wrote in weeks ago. He did, yeah. It wasn't on the website. You, it was via Gmail. <laughs> a giant prize pack is on its way to you. Yeah. What is the, so what let's is rip the into his question. Sparrow? Sparrow, what's the website? It's very clearly. Uh, thesquinters.com. If you can't remember that, you don't Jesus, deserve to go there. Yeah, thesquinters.com. Send, um, send in your pictures from the game on the, uh, so you can get on the wall of glory. We won 5,999 pictures. And we and also there is a contact form where you can send in questions as Al has done. Or you can just or you can just email neversurrenderpod at gmail.com. But let's get into Al's questions. Number one, who beats Hopper for the Sheedy medal? Tom Green. Uh, yeah. Toby Green. No, uh, I reckon Tom Green, because he's in the middle. Toby Green will come and go and gets injured a lot. It true. Uh is the Sheedy medal just best and fairest, or is it like BNF. some other? No. Yeah. Well, so I'm, a, I'm a big Haynes fan. I think he's Haynes. Uh, he was up there last year. Yeah, true. He's, uh, he's not, he was second. All Australian material. But obviously, Al is saying um, hop, Hopper's the um, Hopper's the lock for him. The combine so, harvester. Well, fair enough. I think that's a fair enough call. Is no, Haynes no, and also a Riverina boy? So it might be. Oh, top bloke. Second question from Al: Is Haynes still the most underrated player in the AFL? That's a that gets like asked every week. Batman thinks. Fucking hope he is. Uh, I was watching some terrible armchair critic post-game analysis by two has been last, you know, two nights ago, and someone said, you know, to mind the top three defenders in the game, uh, uh, what's it, um, Tarrant, uh, the guy from Carlton, who didn't play particularly well last night, and um, Jeremy Howe. It was in the context of Jeremy Howe's injury. And I remember thinking... Rubbish. Nick Haynes, the bloody ham sandwich. Yeah, chopped liver. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that one, Bart. Yeah, there was a moment where he scooped up the ball, he dodged a tackle. You don't, I never thought about him for his kicking, but he rarely makes a mistake and he nailed oh. someone up going down the wing. He said, oh, yeah, God almighty. Do you remember the um, the no-look spoil? Yes. That was fucking awesome. That was great, yeah. So was, good. I, love, I tell you what, I love... Flying uh, doormat. Football gambit, which comes off, which had it not would have resulted in a free kick to the yeah, team. Very also, rarely works. But, but, but you such back an over- yourself to do it and it worked. Yeah. And an overt callback to Bruce Duell of the sensational 70s, the flying doormat for Carlton. <laughs> it's just amazing. He um he had a blinder actually, Haynes. I thought he was he was taking the intercept marks again, he was spoiling. He yeah, um well, we didn't really discuss him, but Sparrow, he had a blinder again. Again. Well, I thought the week before he wasn't he wasn't great, was he? I thought all the only one pretty, trying. 
All right, last question from Al. Thanks, Al, for these questions. Who will who will be better in the rookie money war? Lockie Cash or Tom Green dollar signs? I didn't quite get that question, but I feel it's got uh, layers which we should unpack. Cash, cash, yeah. Tom yeah, Green no. and the dollar is you know yeah. we get the puns. <laughs> we're just wondering about the actual nature. Of the I wasn't sure you did get the puns, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was unclear. The puns are clear. <clears throat> The puns are clear, the question's not. I think, I think Tom Green's clearly uh, winning that one. No disrespect to Lockie Cash. Money. Yeah, I, I think he's Lockie saying Cash. who's going to get more money. And I think, yeah, uh, on the course of his career, probably Tom Green. Early days. Early they days. They both played two games each. But great question, Al. And keep them coming, community, because um, yeah. we we're here for you. Yeah. And the pictures. And the pictures. The wall of glory. All of glory. This is the year to do it. When we didn't, when we win the premiership, we didn't think we were going to win last week. Mm. Some of us. Uh, back on twenty seventeen, come and get us. Well, I've noticed uh, that you know the you know our broadcast partners are using uh, Zoom uh, montages of fans mm. demonstrate you know in between goals and so forth. Perhaps we can look at a squinting uh, a squint wall. It will. Um, Brilliant. If, if any listener who, who listens to the pod and gets to go on the Giants wall can hold up a sign <laughs> going, yeah. never surrender by the squinters. www.thesquinters.com <laughs> We'll be that really happy. Be Brilliant. Righto, boys. That was, um, that was playing at all costs. Send in your questions, send in your feedback, send in your pictures for the Wall of Glory. And Squinting Community... Hopefully next Sunday night we'll be discussing a fantastic, fantastic win over General Patton and Tom. I've got very white legs, Scully. For another week, that is all we have. And fellas, please sign off. Never surrender. <laughs> Never surrender. Sorry about calling Cameron Smith uh, the C word. Maybe edit that bit out. Never. Never surrender. It's not easy being green. Nine minutes.